0: Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to Transformation Clutch featuring Jelly. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast and also follow me on Instagram. I am Angelica Hope. Stay tuned for some ear candy. After I graduated high school, I went into the US Army. I wanted to continue the family legacy. We have a long list of family members who were war veterans, WW2, Vietnam, Desert Storm, my grandfathers, my father, and I wanted to continue the family legacy. So I definitely did. So I went into the military. I really didn't have any preconceived notions of how it would be. I just knew I was ready. I was game. I was going to do it. And so when I got into basic training, when I tell you I went from running zero miles to being able to run five, six, seven, eight miles, I was so physically fit, mentally conditioned, emotionally strong, because the whole preparation of basic training Is not to prep you for your MOS, which equates in the civilian world, your job. It's to condition you for war. So you go through very strenuous training. We even had to go into the gas chamber. And I will never forget, uh, while you're in the gas chamber, when you go in, you have on your mask, You have on your gas mask, that is, and then you have to take it off when they call your name. You have to be able to say your first, your last name, your social security number, and whatever question they have for you. When I tell you, everybody left out of that gas chamber coughing, crying, screaming, and I'm not going to even lie. We had mucus falling from our nose standing up all the way to the ground that's how serious it was and it was quite disgusting I'm not gonna even lie sorry to get that graphic with you I just wanted you to know that it was serious so anyways so let's fast forward so now that I'm at my station I was at Fort Hood my permanent duty station that is now it's time to get to work but when we get there it's time to go to war I was there for a good six months before I actually went to Iraq. But when I was in basic training, I'll never forget our drill sergeant took the platoon and we had a powwow every night. And he said, I am preparing you to go to war. And this is why I am so hard on you because I need for you to be ready And most importantly, it is my job to make sure that you have all the training that you need, because I want you to make it out of the war alive. And I'm learning that as a Christian, a lot of what we go through is the same thing as the basic training that you go through when you are actually a soldier in the army. It's preparing you for the spiritual warfare. And I'm looking at my life and I didn't realize it at the time. Naturally, I went to war because I went to Iraq. Naturally, I went through basic training because I was training for war. And now spiritually, when I become a Christian 12 years ago, I didn't realize everything that I went through. All the trials, all of the heartaches. All of the challenging obstacles and everything that you feel that just makes your life miserable, hurtful, painful. Those situations were basic training for when I would become saved as a Christian. And if you know anything about war, one of the things that you have to be, you have to be trained. You have to be ready to fight because your enemy Its ultimate goal is to destroy you, defeat you, kill you. And you have to be able to destroy your enemy before your enemy destroys you. And a lot of times as Christians, what we are actually doing, we are actually... Allowing the enemy to manipulate our perspective so we end up putting our focus on the wrong enemy. And now we think our family, our spouse, our friends, our in laws, our coworkers, our environment, our children sometimes. We think everyone is the enemy except the things that are really the enemy. Your friendship doesn't work out. Your relationship doesn't work out. You start to demonize that person. You start to say everything bad about that person. But the lack of communication that you had in that friendship or that relationship was the real enemy. Your stubbornness was the real enemy. Your selfishness was the real enemy. The fact that you allowed them to do things that hurt you, that you did not like, and you didn't sometimes convey it or you stayed in a situation that was unhealthy that was the real enemy and sometimes instead of allowing the situation to change us and do the work in us we actually try to change the person instead of changing us and changing our mindset and changing how we deal with the situation changing the way that we communicate our ego is the enemy our pride can be the enemy you know our Overthinking our insecurity, being overly sensitive, you know, not knowing what season you're in. Sometimes we put ourselves in relationships and friendships and we put ourselves in situations when God really wants us hidden, but we're trying to expose ourselves. We're over talking to people who you don't need to talk to. We're over Uh, overly emotional when the other person has no emotional attachment to you and they don't even show you they want to be in a relationship with you but for some reason you're in a relationship with someone who's not even in a relationship with you so these are a lot of things that are enemies to us and the common denominator in all of the situations that you've ever been in no matter what someone else have done to you guess who the common denominator is it is you sometimes we have a tendency to date the same person over and over and over again and do you ever think to say why do i continue to attract the same person what is it in me that gravitates to the same situation or what makes the same person or the same type of situation gravitate to me what do i need to work on what do i need to fix so i want to talk about today Is you shifting your weapon, shifting your focus, shifting your perspective, not allowing these things to hinder you so that you can have more fulfilling relationships and so that you can be more fulfilled even as an individual before you can be good in these relationships. So I am so glad to have you here on Transformation Clutch featuring Jelly. Hello, beautiful people. So excited to have you here because this is the first episode that I am recording in the new year. So I haven't had an opportunity. I know I am so late, but I haven't had an opportunity to say happy new year. I'm glad that you are doing well. And most importantly, I'm glad that you are here with me. And of course, as you know, we have rebranded the podcast because I felt like it was time for a new look and also a new sound. Now, I I am not going to get away from us having those episodes where we are talking about life experiences and even having those drools of inspiration. But what I do want to talk about is how the experiences that we go through how it actually transform us into a better version of ourselves. And on today's episode, I really want to talk about when we shift our focus and we stop fighting people and we start fighting against what's really coming against us to destroy us, then I feel that we would be so much better in our relationships. We would be better in our communication. I feel like we would be better in our mental condition, state, the healthiness of our uh, mental state, I feel that we would be able to get along and to deal with people better when we stop looking at them per se as the enemy and understand that they're being used by an enemy, especially when you have people who are actually coming against you. Um, And it's not so much that it's the person, but the person is basically Uh, the tool, the vessel that carries the real enemy. It could be that you're experiencing dealing with someone who lies to you constantly. They are not really the enemy, but the lying is the enemy that is destroying the friendship, is destroying the relationship, is destroying the chemistry, the connection. You can have someone who has, you know, a way of not being accountable everything that they do, they justify it. They have a logical reason in their mind and they don't see anything that they do as wrong. And they may have people who are around them that help enable this narcissist mindset and mentality, or you could also say personality. And you continue to look at them as the issue, as the problem, but they are carrying the problem that's being enabled, that's not having any accountability because they don't want to take ownership for what they are doing and what they are causing. But yet, You keep looking at the person as the problem and it's basically that it's a lack of accountability that's really the issue. So we're going to be talking about how I learned how to basically overcome thinking that it's the physical person who is my issue versus having an understanding and a compassion for the action that I know to be the real problem. And so when you shift the focus from the person to the issue without destroying the person, you get a peace that surpasses all understanding. What peace really is, it's like a deep inner internal stability. Um, You only can possess this by the virtue of the relationship that you have with Christ. And You're not subject to being dictated by the external circumstances that are happening around you. You could be around people who are full of chaos, but when you have this internal calmness, this internal peace, nothing that's going on around you have the ability to shake you. Because now your focus is shifted on the real enemy. Your focus is not shifted on the person. And even if you have to put a little bit of distance between the person, even if you have to just limit the time that you allow them in your space, that's okay too. But you don't want to stop loving the person and caring for the person and still try to be understanding. Sometimes you just have to do it in a way Where it's not hurting you and you're not demonizing them. So, this is what I had to go through. I had to go through a self check. I had to go through self evaluating. I had to do a deep dive into me. I had to really, really, really be honest with myself. And it took me to say, you know what? I know that there are situations where. I didn't have the right approach. I didn't have the right attitude. I didn't have the right thoughts. I'm not always the person who is being as quote unquote victimized. I'm pretty sure that in my lifetime, I've said things that hurt someone. I've done something that hurt someone. So I had the ability to say, I don't want to be a hypocrite. And I'm just being honest because I know that we love to think that we are the best people in the world. And yes, we have absolutely great qualities. A lot of us do. And then we have those qualities about us that may not be so great. And those are things that we need to work on because we are not perfect. And we are trying to perfect what we are weak in. So what I had to learn is that I've said things, I've done things, I've been a person that I didn't like and it took for God to change me to the person who I am today. So when you take that approach, you learn that, hey, they have to come to a spiritual growth. They have to come to a spiritual maturity. And even if they don't, how am I supposed to treat them as a Christian? Because a lot of times, if we be honest A lot of the things that we experience with other people, people may have experienced that same thing with you and you just don't realize it. The same way that you may internalize what someone is saying or what someone is doing You internalize it and you don't verbally communicate it with them. So they know that what they're saying or what they're doing or their actions, whether they are doing it on purpose intentionally, or they don't even know, and it's not intentional and you never bring it to their attention. So they just keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it. You may have been the same person, but now you have grown so much spiritually And now you just feel that, okay, now I'm not in that space anymore. I can't deal with this. But someone had to deal with your your bull crap. Let's be honest. Someone had to deal with the part of you that wasn't very pleasing. You weren't easy to get along with all the time. Just like they may not be easy to get along with all the time. There may be times where you didn't want to admit that you were right and you didn't admit when you weren't right. And they're doing the same thing. And so you have to take into consideration. I remember that when that was me. And I kind of remember what my thought process. And that's when you begin to have grace for them. That's when you begin to say, I remember when I was that person. And I remember God having to take me out of that space mentally and emotionally. And that's when you begin to extend grace because you've been there before. And you realize that you may, in your heart, didn't have bad intentions towards people, but you just didn't have the capacity to communicate properly, to listen properly, to be a good friend the way that you should have been. And then you begin to shift your focus and to say, this person really isn't my enemy. They may really be going through something. Let me have enough grace and let me have enough love to go and sit and talk to them and to say, hey, we need to talk. Those hard conversations, sometimes that's all the healing that you need is the conversation between you and that person. It's when you decide that I'm ready to stop blaming I'm ready to take responsibility for my part in the situation. And every single time I have been able to own up to my part in a situation, whether it had been a failed relationship, even if I felt that I bought my best, was it really what that person needed? Did I take the time to learn their love language? Did I really take the time out to find out what was important to them? Or was I loving them in a way that I thought they should be loved or I thought they should be cared for? Was I doing what I felt was best for them instead of finding out what was best for them? Not from what I was thinking, but from me going to them and saying, hey, what expectations do you have? What is your primary love language? You know, what makes you upset? What makes you angry? What makes you happy? What childhood childhood memories that you feel really impacted your life, you know? And being able to really dig deep that way. That's when I realized, hey, I'm shifting my perspective. I'm shifting my focus. Even though I felt like I was giving my best. They may say different on the other side. And then you begin to realize, hmm. They are really not my enemy. So... Let's get a little bit into what it is to shift your focus and what it means to release so that when you get into an uncomfortable situation or when you get into something and you realize okay, this is meant to destroy my relationship, this is coming, and it's meant to destroy my friendship, and it's going to depend on how I handle it, whether I can maintain a healthy relationship. So I hope that when we get a little bit into this a little bit more deeper, that you understand That as long as you take responsibility, ownership, accountability for the part of the story that you play, if you take ownership and responsibility for your actions, if you stop playing the victim all the time in the situation, you will come out a whole lot better. So I'm going to challenge you to shift your perspective, not to the person, but think about What is it that you're not doing? Think about what it is that you can do better. And think about having a little bit more grace, a little bit more love, and a little bit more understanding. We're going to come back with a part two to shifting our mindset, our focus to the real enemy. And a lot of it, if we take a look at it, is because we are not... Handling, or we're not responding to the situation that we need to. We're not doing it the way that we need to be doing it. And you'll get it. You'll get it. Well, I'm so glad that you came in. And that you listen to me for this little bit of time. I'm always appreciative of having you. Make sure that you don't forget to subscribe. Because I will be coming on with a whole lot of uh, episodes. And I'm going to try to be more consistent. And I'm going to try to have more of that meaty content for you. The content that is of substance. And we're just going to get back to it. I'm so glad to have Transformation Clutch family Still hanging in there with me. Y'all have a good one.